You're leaving a ton of money on the table because of this one thing as a sportswear brand. You're not doing this one essential thing in your business before you go ahead and actually design, develop, and produce your collection. What is this one thing? And why is it so crucial in creating and cultivating the best possible product? That's what we're going to be discussing on today's episode. Imagine you go ahead and you invest your time, your money, your effort. Let's just say you go ahead and create a design collection. You're so proud of this collection. You've created a set of 10 different items. They're perfect. They are highly detailed and you've selected the best fabrics, the best trims, but there's a problem. When you go to market your product, you ask yourself, who can I sell this product to? And you realize there is no buyer because you've actually never designed this product with someone in mind. This means that we as designers effectively must create a clear and concise consumer profile, otherwise noted as a customer avatar, in order to understand the unique needs, wants, challenges, and lifestyle depictions of our customer in order to effectively design, create, and market product that is destined to sell. On today's episode, we'll be looking at how to evaluate your customers, how to create a profile, what specific questions to ask, and ultimately to look at their preferences. Let's look at customer A versus customer B. Customer A, her name is Christine. Christine loves to spend time with friends. Christine doesn't necessarily work. She maybe she works from home. She's into health, into fitness, and she lives a very laid back and casual lifestyle. Versus, let's just say we have Catherine. Catherine is someone who is a hard worker and she's always busy. She wakes up at the crack of dawn, also loves to hit the gym hard. She's into Olympic lifting. Both people are into health and fitness and both are within the same domain of sportswear. But each of these different customer profiles may have different needs in terms of the trims, the accessories, the packaging used, the social feedback that that product affords person A versus person B. Why is this so important? Identify holes or gaps in their needs in order to create and to craft effective products that will satisfy these needs. Understanding the unique profiles of your customers will allow you to design products that they will feel were made especially for them. Let's look at a pair of leggings, for example. You have legging A, which is a generic high-waisted legging. It's made out of good quality fabric, but nothing special. It's pretty plain in its approach. And at the same time, it's just your run of the mill product that you can get in many brands versus legging B. Legging B is designed for mothers that are in their second trimester. So they're mothers that want to maintain a healthy lifestyle, but at the same time, they have unique needs and challenges. The fabric itself is cut softer with more stretch to be able to accommodate the baby bump. Which of the two products do you think this customer is going to gravitate towards? You may even look at it from a financial perspective. The standard plain Jane legging, though it may fit, may be listed at half the price. That understanding of the unique challenges of the customer allows the brand to charge a premium because they've crafted this product effectively and essentially for them. At the same time, in a market where products have become commoditized, this means that when your products are so plain Jane, they're so run of the mill, that customers begin to evaluate your products based on price, not based on the unique selling points. What you want to do is design a product so unique and so highly tailored and specific that customers cannot compare you to brands XYZ because there's no other brands that can compete. That way you are in a market or a blue water market of your own and you can charge the premium product price that you want because they're no longer being able to compare apples to apples, they're having to go ahead and compare apples to oranges. The first thing that you need to look at is the age of the customer. My opinion, the more specific the age range, 
try not to go over a 10 to 15 year age gap. So many customers or so many brands, they start off with a wide age range, thinking that that's going to give them the widest net to catch the most amount of fish. But what they don't realize is that it's more likened to a wide net with a lot of holes in it. What we want is a smaller net, but a net that is built well and can capture all the fish that it's able to come across. Next, you need to ask yourself, what is their occupation? Within this occupation, at what level of job do they reside? Let's put side by side a nurse and a financial analyst. A nurse will have a full schedule and will have specific time shifts that she needs to adhere to every single day. A financial analyst may have long working hours, but her schedule is gonna be a lot more predictable. She may have the flexibility to go between work and back to the gym. So perhaps the clothing should be done in a way that's more versatile, that's more mature, that in the event she needs to take her clothing with her on the go. Next up is where does your customer reside? Understanding their area of residence will also dictate specifically what climates they're going to be exposed to. Is this person single, married, they have children, are they divorced, or are they more likely to be divorced? Why do all of these things matter? A single person, more likely than not, is going to have a lot more free time on their hands to use in their personal sense. Sure, someone with children will still have free time away from their work, but they may be more or less willing to dedicate that time towards something like working out. These differences don't create who we are, but they give us small and unique indications as to what person may gravitate towards that person B will not gravitate towards. Next up, let's look at the preferences of said customer. Let's ask questions like, do they tend to prioritize going to the beach or are they more into the countryside? Are they more into snow sports versus beach sports? Again, this gives you unique indications of the customer, how they think and where they're more likely to shop and on which platforms they're more likely to shop. Someone who is just into their own food may not be as willing to try new things. So unique and outlandish types of clothing that they're not used to they may not respond well to. Last but not least, let's take a clear and concise look at your customer. Which other designers, what other designers in the space or brands in the space do they like? Do they gravitate towards? You can even go onto Facebook and to reverse search ad campaigns that these customers or these brands have performed to see how your customers that you have in mind are reacting to campaigns. And you can take elements of those campaigns to use in your own digital marketing specifications. If you guys are interested in having me personally help you to develop your own customer avatar profile. I offer one-on-one -on -one consultation calls every single week, but slots are limited. Check the link in the description. And I guarantee you, you guys will love working with me. If you don't, I'll give you your money back. No questions asked. And I stand by my word because I have been doing this for the last seven years. I've helped thousands of brands to create a clear and concise business plan for their apparel brands, to identify a unique customer, to go through the design the logistics, the manufacturing process, the e-commerce process, the digital marketing process to give them the most clear-cut and effective way to build a $1 million plus brand. And I've done this time and time again, and I have the results and the testimonials to prove it. Guys, from the very bottom of my heart, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Fit Design TV. Until next week's episode, stay awesome.